Gloria has struggled with weight all her life. She grew up in a family that ate mostly exclusively junk food and meat cooked in lard. She struggled with cystic acne. She was prescribed a medication for that acne that damaged her liver. Her hair has always been thin, and due to poor eyesight, she always wore these Coke bottle glasses. Gloria has never been considered a physically attractive woman, and this has caused her pain all her life. Gloria has been taught by her family and by society that she will only be loved if she is pretty. Because of this, Gloria has struggled all her life to become physically attractive so that she can be loved. Love for what she is not. <laughs> she got LASIK surgery so she wouldn't have to wear those glasses anymore. She worked her ass off to get enough money for a gastric bypass surgery. But as years went on, she gained all of the weight back. She tries hair growth supplements. She takes makeup classes, no matter what she does or has ever done. She never got the reflection from other people that she was actually physically attractive. She never got the reflection that someone loves her for how she looks. Seth was raised in a culture that sees goodness as sweetness. Over the years, he's learned to act like a good guy and therefore put on a decidedly sweet mannerism. He automatically smiles, he's super friendly, he says only positive things and uses enthusiastic body language. Seth has learned to be inauthentic. Seth has learned to be inauthentic to how he is really feeling and to what he is really thinking and to who he really is as a person. He believes the only way to be loved is to be sweet. He thinks people will love him for his sweetness. Because he's worked so damn hard, honestly, to try to be sweet, Seth thinks he is sweet. He just thinks he struggles with negativity sometimes. But the truth is, Seth has a lot of anger inside. The truth is, he has to suppress what he really thinks and what he's really feeling and what he's really wanting in order to be able to act how he's learned that he should act. The truth is, Seth has a built-in BS meter when it comes to other people. He also tends to naturally notice what is out of alignment in any given situation or about a given person. Some people in his life, quite frankly, don't care whether he's being inauthentic. They believe that he should continue to work on being sweet and on denying and controlling the parts of himself that are not virtuous. They believe this is the purpose of a person's mortal life. <laughs> Some people in his life, however, who prefer authenticity don't like Seth very much because they think he is fake. Essentially, these people can feel what's underneath his sweet persona. Nevertheless, Seth continues to discipline himself to be sweet. Gloria and Seth have both fallen into the pattern of trying to be loved for what they are not. When I say this, I want you to pay very close attention to your resistance to this idea. When we have resistance to this idea, we tend to do one of two things. The first thing that we might do is we start to argue against reality or find a way that it may not be true. Uh, I'll give you some examples. With Gloria, we might want to fight against the idea that she is not beautiful. We might want to say things like, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, or the right person will find her physically attractive. And with Seth, we might think thoughts like, everyone does have a part within them that's super sweet, or just because someone has negative thoughts and emotions doesn't mean that they're not sweet. That's one thing. The second thing we might do is to fight for the person's capacity to become what they currently are not. Essentially, we fight on the side of potential against what currently is. For example, with Gloria, 
we might feel ourselves wanting to offer advice for how she could actually become more physically attractive or come up with explanations as to why she has failed so far and what would have made her succeed before at becoming physically attractive or at being perceived as physically attractive. This could be things like, well, if she'd moved to Africa where in some places people think that fat is physically attractive, or she didn't even do anything to learn about diet, come on. If she really wants to be attractive, she has to change her whole lifestyle. Or in Seth's example, we might say things like, when he deals with all its suppression, he's naturally gonna be a sweeter person. Or we might start instead pointing out all the proof that we can find that he is or can be sweet, such as, but you can learn to channel your anger in healthy ways in the right set and setting, and in other sets and settings be super sweet, like you were with your son when he was a baby. It makes sense that we go into resistance like this because we want people to feel good about themselves and we want them to feel lovable rather than unlovable and bad about themselves. We also don't wanna let go of our own struggle to be loved for what we are not. The thing is, the resistance in fact is what's keeping people stuck in the pattern of trying to be loved for what they are not. So by doing this, we're keeping them on the rat wheel. It may be healing and also progressive for someone to develop qualities that are not developed within themselves, but not always. Sometimes the most healing and in fact progressive thing a person can do is to stop trying to develop something within themselves or become something that they currently are not and instead to own and make the most of whatever is. This is especially the case when what we are wanting is to be loved and to find a compatible relationship or situation to ourselves right now. When we believe that we will never be loved unless we are a certain thing, and as a result, we become stuck in the pattern of trying to be loved for what we are not, we spend so much of our time, so much, trying to get people to reflect that we are that thing, when the truth is that we're not. We try to find people who will see it in us, or do things so that we can try to get them to see it in us. We can even slip into denial about ourselves because we feel we couldn't face the reality because of what we think that reality would mean. By the way, it's really important to know that when people say that they wanna be loved, they aren't actually talking about love. They're talking about wanting to be valued, wanting to be wanted, wanting to be appreciated. So what you need to do is spend some time trying to identify what you are trying to be loved, which really means valued, wanted, and appreciated, for that seems like an uphill battle. For example, maybe it's how good you are in bed. Maybe it's your service orientation. Maybe it's your knowledge. Maybe it's how masculine or feminine you are. Maybe it's your financial prospects. Maybe it's emotional stability. <laughs> what is it that you are not, that you are still trying to be loved for being. Sometimes this uphill battle is because we really are something and we're trying to be valued for being that thing, but we're essentially going to the wrong people to do that for us. To learn more about this, you can watch a video that I made called The Value Realization, a realization that can completely change your self-worth. But that's not what we're talking about today. Sometimes, this is what we're talking about today, we experience this uphill battle because we are trying to be valued, appreciated, and wanted for what we are not. For this reason, one of the most powerful things you can do is to stop it. 
Stop fighting that uphill battle. Admit to the reality of what is. Own that reality about yourself and make the most of what is. A big part of this is advertising and offering whatever it is that you truly are. You can compare this to, let's say, playing with a deck of cards. We may spend our life trying to play our life with these cards that are not even in our hands. We may do everything to try to develop those cards as opposed to really looking at the cards we do have in our hands and playing a strong game with those specific cards. But you have to realize that in the game of life, everyone has several strong cards. So it's not that anyone has all crap cards to play with. So let's give you some examples of what that might look like. Let's go back to the example of Gloria. If Gloria were to play with the cards that are actually in her hands, instead of trying to become physically attractive so that someone will value, appreciate, and want her for being physically attractive, she would accept that this is not a card that she is playing with. Instead, she looks for what she is. When she does this, let's say that she realizes that she's very stable emotionally. <clears throat> Maybe she'll realize that she's a very committed person in relationships and loyal. She's reliable and present with others, and she's cozy. She can be a safe space for someone because she is a safe space. She doesn't have to develop those traits. So what this would look like is she owns that about herself. And because of it, that is the foot she leads with when she meets people or when she establishes relationships. She looks for people who want and need those things and would therefore value and appreciate those things about her. As a result, she will feel loved by them. What this might look like in the example of Seth is that instead of trying to keep sweet so that someone will value, appreciate, and want him for being sweet and positive, he will accept that that's not a card he's playing with. Instead, he looks at what is a genuine virtue within him. And when he does this, let's say that he realizes that he is a very protective person. He's vigilant and leadership comes naturally. He doesn't have to develop those traits. He owns this about himself and because of it, that is the foot he leads with in social settings. He drops the pretense. Seth looks to get himself into social settings and social environments that are gonna welcome those things about him. As a result, he will feel loved by them. So this is the question I'm gonna to put to you. What might be different in your life if you started playing with the cards you actually have in your hand rather than the ones you don't have in your hand? What might life look like if you stop beating your head against an iron wall by trying to find your empowerment in something that is not an actual point of power for you, and instead found personal empowerment by figuring out where your actual power lies? Face the fear you have about accepting what you are and what you are not. Discover what it is that you think would happen if you let go of trying to be what you think will cause you to be loved, i.e., what you're currently not, Instead, what would happen if you owned, advertised, and made the most of what you are? When you have your answers, question them. You may have spent your entire life, like so many people in the world do, fighting an uphill battle for love because you have been desperately trying to be whatever you think will get you loved. When all the while, the feeling of being loved could have been the effortless result of instead trying to be loved for what you actually already are. So here's my next question. Are you tired yet? Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to my channel, and consider sharing this video with your friends. You can also click on the bell icon to be notified of the next time that I post a video. 
I want to thank you personally for the bravery that you have to step into awareness. I'll see you in the next video.